came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Well, when we last saw Stevie Nicks, she was lacing on a pair of uh, roller skates, getting on board this Dreams skateboard dog face cranberry thing. Uh, but now she's doing interviews, and she looked back at her 1979 abortion and said she believed it was more important to pursue her, quote, world's mission of writing songs than to become a mom. She terminated a pregnancy during a relationship with Don Henley after deciding that it would have been impossible to continue working with the band if she had other obligations. She said, quote, if I had not had that abortion, I'm pretty sure there would have been no Fleetwood Mac. There's just no way that I could have had a child then working as hard as we work constantly. Then there were a lot of drugs. I was doing a lot of drugs. I would have had to walk away. She added that she knew that the music they were going to bring to the world was going to heal so many people's hearts and make people so happy. And I thought, you know what? That's really important. There's not another band in the world that has two lead women singers, two lead women writers. That was my world's mission. She said the only regret she had in her career was an eight-year addiction to the tranquilizer Clonopin that began in 1986. She said, and I quote, it's a very subtle drug. You just don't feel it much, or so you think. On a bottle it says, take as needed. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So you think, well, I need it every two hours. No, that's not the way... That's not the way that works. It's addiction in a bottle, she says. She said that it was a totally non-time. It just existed. I just existed. It took away all my wonderful drama. Great. My tempestuousness. Awesome. My compassion, my empathy. All those things that drove me to my piano. And I say to myself now, how did you survive eight years without your wonderful drama? Must have been fun to be in a band with her at the time. Wow. Jimmy Page said Led Zeppelin's ninth album would have been a keyboard-driven work if John Bonham's death hadn't brought the band to an end. Of course, they split in 1980, soon after Bonzo died. Now, in a new interview with Classic Rock, Jimmy Page says... John Paul Jones' new synthesizer would have played a leading part in a ninth album. Quote, John Bonham and I discussed what sort of shape the next album should be because each album was different to the last. It just so happened that 1976's Presence was basically a guitar album, so as John Paul Jones had his dream machine, it was only right to do a keyboard album. So we'd been discussing what we'd do for the next one, and there were definite ideas of what we could do. And finally... More rocker-on-rocker rocker crime. It was Elton and Rod Stewart yesterday. Now it's Tommy Lee and Ted Nugent. Now, Ted Nugent apparently was uh, refused by Axis TV. They wouldn't put him on the air. And he said to them, quote, So your producers are afraid of me, but they did a show with Tommy Lee, who's a convicted felon, domestic violence, heroin addict? They're okay with this guy, but not with the Ted Nugent Camp for Kids charity teaching kids to be clean and sober. So... Tommy Lee had to fire back, and he tweeted out, Ted Nugent, is that guy even alive? I thought he shot himself like 20 years ago. We'll follow that one as well. That one and the Elton John Rod Stewart, rock star on rock star crime. That's entertaining stuff, and that is the classic Rock Files.